Welcome to the power of faith and the ministry of David Hathaway. Please join David as he ministers today's word. And you know, so often, if we're looking at what our inheritance is in Christ, if we're looking at the spiritual blessings that we have in Christ, there are so many people that hesitate. Uh, they're, they're Christians. They've crossed, over the, the, they've crossed over the Red Sea. They've crossed over the Jordan. They've crossed into the Promised Land. But yet, they stop there because they don't have the faith to believe that with the power of God they can go in. Look, this is a spiritual challenge to us today because so many people are looking at the promises of Scripture, even looking at the promises of Pentecost, and they're saying, look, that's for the past, that's historic, it doesn't apply to today. I'm sorry, it does apply to today, because what we have to realize is the promise of the Scriptures have never finally been fulfilled. And if you look at the majority of prophecy in the Scripture, so much has yet to be attained, so much has yet to be fulfilled. And it, it's the same, you see, when I was launching out in my ministry. I think the big thing was me, was when I received the Holy Spirit, the scripture actually says in Corinthians 11, cover the, uh, the, the best gifts. And, and I was thinking, well, what gifts do I want? <laughs> and I don't know why. But I settled that more than anything else, I said, Lord, forget about the rest. Give me the gift of faith. Because I saw that gift of faith as being the one major key that would open the door into all the rest of it. And while I can never claim to have the gift of faith, in the sense that I want to tell you quite bluntly, that gift is only as good as your today. You've only got the gift of faith if you can put it into action today. That's why I had such a challenge when I had the throat cancer in 1964. It was a challenge. Here I was. I was an evangelist. I was preaching the gospel. I was seeing, yeah, phenomenal miracles of healing. People uh, saved from death, blind eyes and cripples, you know, all the miracles. But when it came to the question of my own life and people looked at me and said, look, it's all right in praying for other people. What will he do now that he is sick? And it was such a challenge that I had to put the faith into action. You know the story, God honored, and in what is a bigger miracle than, I, I, I think more bigger miracle than most people realize, God not only took away my cancer, but he left the mark to show that he had operated so the doctors who examined me could see the hand of God in my throat. They left the scar tissue. God left scar tissue to prove that it operated. So it then came when I was in the prison and being sentenced to what would have been about 10 years in prison if, if I'd got out at the end. Uh, five years was the sentence for Bible smuggling and five years for preaching the gospel. And yeah, I was going on preaching the gospel in the prison. So I expected I could stay there for 10 years. So it roots the whole question because I began to look at the scripture and I said to the Lord, Lord, 
I know that Paul and Silas were in prison, and they prayed, and the church prayed. And what happened? You sent an earthquake that physically broke iron chains. Come on. Broke the chains, broke open the gates, and set them free. Now, by faith, I said, Lord, if you could do that 2,000 years ago, your power today is greater than in the past. Because I believe this. I, I, I believe that the power of God grows every day. And every, that's why I don't want to die. I don't want to finish my ministry because I believe the power of God is growing. Well, it's not so much that God is changing my conception. Uh-uh. My conception is changing. And as I've gone on, my faith has extended and abounded and increased. So when I said to the Lord, Lord, if you could do it 2,000 years ago, you can do it now. And God actually did. Because the miracle of my release from the prisoners, you know, was unique. God sent, after only one year, not ten, God sent the British Prime Minister and I flew home on the airplane sitting next to the British Prime Minister. I had breakfast with him on the plane. So you see that what the scripture is saying is we have to possess the blessing. We have to possess the inheritance. We have to possess the land. And I want to tell you that some people will try to say these promises are only for the Jews. And I'm saying you're wrong. Because Paul is quite clear when he says God has broken down the middle wall of petition and made of two one. And so we actually are, 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 are one in Christ, Jew and Gentile. They, the barrier is broken down. So every single promise, and yes, and I mean you can, uh, and I want to remind you of, uh, of Deuteronomy 3 verse 18. Because if this is true, it was not only to the Jews, but it's also to us. But not in the sense that we physically possess the land of Israel, but we possess all the spiritual blessings promised to Israel are ours. Because we're joined. So if you look at it, there is quite a lovely relationship. We're joined heirs with Christ, Scripture says, and we're joined heirs with the Jews, Scripture says. So in that case, we have to possess. And, you know, one of the determinations of my ministry, one of the things which has driven me from the beginning is a desire to see Scripture fulfilled. Thank you for listening to The Power of Faith, broadcast with David Hathaway. We would love to hear from you. Contact us by visiting www.eurovision.org.uk. Also available online are a large assortment of videos, magazines and books for your growth in God. We would like to give all new subscribers to David's ministry a free gift. To receive your free gift, visit www.eurovisiontv.org. Remember, those who know their God will be strong and do exploits.